The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from cuddle party facilitator and emotional fermentation starter, Scoby. How's your week going? I am really excited to be hitting the road with my friends Crystal and Ty in a van, going to Portland, and then up to to do body storytelling in Seattle for the first time in almost three years. Stopping in Portland to do some research and looking at venues and to do a meetup and talk to people in Portland to see if body in Portland is feasible. I mean, I don't wanna assume. You just never know until you talk to people, see what their life's like, see what their needs are, and to have an honest heart to heart with them. So Wednesday, which may have already passed by the time this episode goes out, I'm going to sit down and have a chat with people like Sex Positive Portland and just everyday people who listen to this podcast to see what they need in their community. And maybe it's body, maybe it's not. And after that, we're going to hit the road and go on up to Seattle. We're going to be doing a meet and greet at Doghouse Leathers on Friday night, October 14th because they're our sponsor. They've been giving us some great prizes for the bango bags. You know, if you play bango, you can win some really great sex toys. And they've given us some incredible stuff to give away at the live show. So we're going to hang out. They've apparently got this great back room and they're going to have some goodies back there. So we can hang out and they're going to give us a tour of the leather factory. I haven't been there before, but I'm really excited to have them show us around and see how their leather goods are made and to just have some downtime with the people in Seattle that I haven't seen in so long. So maybe I'll see you in one of those places this week. I've gotten some emails from the East Coast who are jealous and they want us to show up over there and I'm gonna try y'all. These are just easy places to go because a flight is very expensive but a trip in a van with two of my friends and team members is a lot easier to do. So maybe in the future that can happen. In the meantime, I'm really excited to hit the road with two people who love to make body happen. Please spread the word about the meet and greet on Friday night if you haven't and let people in Seattle know that even though the live show sold out, there is a chance to hang out I love meeting new people, so it would be great to meet as many people in Seattle as I can, and Portland too. And then we're going to head back to San Francisco and get ready to do a show on October 28th. 
Right now I'm trying to figure out what's next. I'm going to be doing a lot less live shows in San Francisco in 2023. I do know that. There's so many things changing right now. I'm looking at more live streams, maybe less live shows. I'm trying to figure a lot of stuff out. I'm trying to ask people what they want instead of guessing because so much has changed. But a road trip is exactly what I need right now. And faces in person, oh, I'm so excited about that part too. Ready to make self-care easier? Everly Wells at-home lab tests are simple and you can do them from home. How easy is that? I've done their food sensitivity and metabolism tests and I'm a fan. Everly Wells at-home lab tests can give you more clarity, confidence, and well-being with their over 30 at-home lab tests. You get physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness all at an affordable and transparent cost. Everly Wells ships your at-home lab tests straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. You use the prepaid shipping label and mail your test back to a certified lab. In just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide your next steps. Everly Wells food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, and thyroid tests are just a few of the many options. Everly Well also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. And their STI test discreetly allows you to test for seven types of STIs, all from the privacy of your own home. Getting tested regularly and knowing your STI status protects you and your partners, and you can discreetly test at home with Everly Well. And for listeners of this show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash Dixie. When you know more, you can do more. What if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Go to everlywell.com slash Dixie for 20% off your at-home lab test. This week, we have a show I'm so excited about. This Saturday, October 15th, we have Shirley Nome in Seattle. Her first appearance in the U.S. She's Canadian, you know. And we finally have her in the States, on stage, in Seattle. How excited am I? We've also got Magnolia Rouge flying in from Denver, Leah Carey coming in from Portland. We've got Soren Berg. We had to hunt him down. And he's telling the latest iteration of that incredible textbook story you heard last week and even more. And Kristen Mohan's first time telling on stage at Body. Plus, we're live streaming it. The live show might have one or two tickets left. We're waiting to do the math on that. But the live stream, you can get tickets and watch from anywhere. And and the show after that is going to be Body in San Francisco. The theme is, this feels dangerous. On Friday, October 28th. You can get some sort of tickets to either one of those shows on our website, on Eventbrite, on social media. I hope to see you at a live show or on the internet soon. I bet you're ready for a story. 
So let me tell you about this week's storyteller. She's a recent graduate of my workshop, How to Be Fascinating, Dixie's Secret System for Brilliant Storytelling. And she dove into the worlds of kink and polyamory after attending a body storytelling back in 2014. She now hosts communication and consent workshops, also known as cuddle parties, as a certified facilitator. While she can make kombucha, like her namesake, the symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, she's more of an emotional fermentation process starter and also offers intimacy coaching. She can sing you any song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. This storyteller is Scobie. It's Sunday night at the Bonobo Retreat last fall. It's the third night of a four-day weekend of 250 sex-positive people up at Saratoga Springs in Northern California. I have been psyching myself up over dinner, (laughs) and once I had finished my delicious gluten-free meatloaf and bust my plate, I was going around the dining room and lounge area, approaching different people with penises that I have some kind of emotional connection with and saying, I have a proposition for you this evening. I would like to create a cock garden, if you will, for me to explore at my leisure with my hands. You would be naked, I would be clothed, I would be touching you, you would not be touching me. If erections happen, that's fine. I might not do anything about it. Are you interested? (laughs) I would give them a little bit more backstory. See, since vaccines had become widely available and in-person play parties had become a thing again, I had noticed that I was not up for interacting with new mouths or genitals. This was as much a COVID cautiousness thing as it is that Despite being actively polyamorous since 2014, I was a little unsure how I wanted to reintegrate casual sexual partners into my life after being situationally monogamous for over a year. Now, my situationally monogamous partner, David, is a slutty teddy bear who looks a bit like a not Jewish Seth Rogen. And and he was... He's been ready to fuck his bonobo play partners since that first afternoon delight outdoor in-person play party that we had back in May. But I was kind of like, well, let me just be like an extra pair of hands amongst this like group scene. Or how about I get like a group of people to give me a massage of many hands while David's between my legs. Uh, But in one-on-one situations, I wasn't really doing much more than like, hey, want to pretend we're about to make out and then not make out? (laughs) Anticipation play. (laughs) But here we were in October at the Bonobo Retreat, and I was starting to think, maybe I want to start changing these boundaries for myself again. So to that end, on Saturday night, the second night, I had (laughs) (laughs) 
I had propositioned my longtime bonobo crush, Tyler, who I had ha- we'd been flirting back and forth since the online play parties de- back during lockdown. And I was arranging to have a little rope scene with him. He's about, like, my height looks like Russell Crowe from Master and Commander, but like all gray hair, tends to wear a kilt and a vest and little else. (laughs) And I knew that like, whatever I decide my boundaries to be, he'll be okay with that. So we're in the main kink space, the main play space in the Heart Lodge. It's this large social hall with half the floor covered in futon mattresses, a dance floor area in the middle, and like the kink equipment to the other side with the St. Andrew's cross and the flogging benches. Tyler has me on my back. I'm in a leather halter top and mini skirt that I had worn for the talent show early in that evening. (laughs) And is tying my legs in that folded up crab position and even integrating the high heels that I had been wearing and he's using a bunny flogger on my skin, and it's just soothing and feels so good. But I am not horny at all. And this is a little weird to me because I have like a six-person fuck pile on one side of me and a four-way flogging scene on the other side. Like, I'm kind of judging myself of, am I jaded with sex parties already? That like, None of this is, like, creating any erotic energy within me. But Tyler's not even phased. He's like, you just sang Sex with a Stranger from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend at the talent show earlier. You might be a little tired. I was like, okay. But I was still in my head about it the next day on Sunday when reconnecting with David. And he suggested, like, well, how about we take your mind off it and go to one of the workshops that's available at this retreat? They had been having, like, Pilates classes or erotic wrestling or fisting workshops. And we decided, okay, let's check out the one happening up in the yurt, a little smaller space up the hill on meditative cock stroking. It's being led by these two people that that teach a lot in the kink community, Ms. G and her sub, Dr. Bill. Ms. G is a shorter Asian woman with a bob cut and her little red streak in her hair. And Dr. Bill is like a heavier Walter White from Breaking Bad. She has him laying on his back completely naked with about 10 to 15 of us surrounding them while she demonstrates this, how meditative cockstroking is not necessarily about like doing the same thing over and over in order to achieve an orgasm. No, this is about exploration and stretching and pulling or pressing or gliding and you use lots of lube and you mix it up and she's demonstrating this and he's giving like just little gentle moans there's another couple just like quietly fucking under a blanket in the far corner and there's a little kink scene happening where these two women are tied together facing each other with their partners like paddling and flogging and caning them from each side And suddenly, with just the rain outside and the little, like, quieter, smaller space, suddenly that horny train is coming into the station. (laughs) Not only that, David and I were sitting right next to Tyler. And so 
once the demonstration was done, I turn to both of them and I say, what if I do this to both of your cocks at the same time? <laughs> yes, that was my reaction. However, David's face kind of falls. He was like, this was, this was gonna be like our reconnection time. Like, I was really looking forward to having your energy like focused on me. And I said, oh, you're right, you're right. Um, you know, I'm trying to like salvage the situation. Like, well, what, what's part of my, um, you know, I'll focus on you for like this little after demo part. And then like, maybe we can do a little, you know, two person thing afterwards. Like, well, let's try that out. I'm like, okay. And I'm really trying to kind of like, you know, re recenter, represence, meditatively cockstroke. But, <laughs> It's, it's pretty clear that that horny train is leaving the station with none of us on it. And that like, after that little five minute timer goes up, David and I really need to have a repair conversation. So, you know, Tyler understands, he, he goes off to dinner and David and I find one of the other mattresses and just, just cuddle and, and express ourselves vulnerably and hear each other empathetically and just really like give each other space for like, I'm holding space for his, like I felt like a consolation prize and he's holding space for my like, I feel like you know, I was really excited about this thing that I didn't get to do the night before and, and I just wanted to make it happen and, and he's holding me and he's petting my hair because he loves me so much and, and I just get a chance to cry and release all of that like pent up shame of like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I do this? And but once I came back to that present moment and realized we have 17 hours left at this retreat. <laughs> there are probably lots of people here that would not mind me meditatively stroking their cock. Why stop at two? <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so here I am after dinner, propositioning my people. And several of them were like, Scoby, you had me at Cock Garden. <laughs> and those that were a no were so happy that I asked them. They were like, thank you for including me in this. So I ended up with about like five or six people with penises. We end up back in the Heart Lodge. We're sitting in a little circle going through our safer sex elevator speeches and, you know, they're negotiating what kind of touch they're okay with between themselves. And as we're even just in this negotiation part, more of my friends start coming into the space and they're like, what's gonna be happening over here? And I say, I'm making a garden. Would you like to be a part of it? So it ended up being like a Petrusian garden because boobs were welcome as well. Um, it was this 10 to 12 person naked cuddle puddle that I was just perched in the middle of in my little tank top, tank top sundress with pockets that I wear to everything. And so I was comfortable. I was in my skin. I was in my element. And I am swimming in skin and bodies. I am touching stomachs and thighs and just 
gently grazing a penis here, or gently cupping a breast over here. And I started getting ambitious, like how many can I touch at the same time? <laughs> like, can I, can I get like one on each foot and one on each hand? And like, ooh, can I, like, do I, can I angle it so I get one in my armpit or like the crook of my elbow over here? Like, just playing like that for probably only a half hour or so till I felt like, you know, I've gotten what I want out of this situation. You all seem to be having a great time cuddling. You are, I'm not saying you have to go, but I release you from my garden when you wish. And David looks up at me with just this smile of like, I love how you make shit happen for yourself. stuck around we had a little bit Tyler stuck around we had a little bit of one-on-one time where I'm just like straddling his stomach reaching behind me and playing with his cock just ever so gently did we do anything more than that not really you know why because I didn't feel like it and that's fine I get to make my boundaries whatever I want them to be my sexuality, my desire, my play doesn't have to look like anything anyone expects it to look like. Sometimes it can just be a beautiful garden. Hand on your chest, teach me how to respect your figure. Stop me if I get close to your triggers First touch, woke up First love in the middle You're like, it rough But also like a gentle Everybody's got an opinion On the way that we should be living To the naked eye with the same thing But we're so different Ask me who
That was Them by Flavia. I'm really excited to say that this week, we are live streaming our Seattle show for the very first time. And it's because a lot of people had faith in us. We've had a few people increase their donation on Patreon. And that little bit helped. Mostly we're operating on faith, but we're trying. Wouldn't you love to see everybody show live streamed? That's something I'd love to have happen in the coming year so that you can watch the show wherever you are. That's a goal I'm going to work toward. And I need new equipment and a new camera to make that possible. I also need a technician and I have to pay them. All of those things are something that Patreon can help with. If you're not yet, please go to Patreon and become a member. It means that we can do a better job. I want to do a better job. There's great rewards like free live streaming tickets, ad-free podcast episodes, and I'm working on new rewards all the time. So go to patreon.com slash body, support us at whatever level you can. And thanks in advance. Next year, who knows what's possible? Thanks to you. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you probably like what you're listening to. Would you consider writing a review for the Body Storytelling Podcast? Your written words mean that other people can find this podcast, which means we grow, which means that you're guaranteed of continuing to get these stories. So subscribe, rate it, and thanks in advance for doing that. And while I'm saying thank you, let's say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Ty McKenzie, Ruben Tan, Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and podcast producer Roman Din Haudiker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Della Tour. This has been episode 246 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh,